I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Mick Lynch, Transport Workers General Secretary, is the worst nightmare of media interviewers and politicians. Impeccable working class credentials. They like to denounce anyone on the left as a bourgeois lovey after all. Principled, a thorough grasp of detail. Calm under fire, but doesn't take any nonsense, unafraid to turn the table. That's why, in part, he's become such a sensation. But above all else, he struck a chord, because after 13 years of austerity, an unprecedented squeeze in living standards, driven, of course, by falling real wages, as well as an onslaught on the welfare state, collapsing public services, we could go on, there's a sense of, well, at least someone's standing up and fighting back, rather than just sitting there and getting kicked in the teeth repeatedly without saying a word. Now, he was on LBC this week, and he takes on here a classic argument that often comes up, which I also like to want to challenge myself, but let's just hear from the big guy himself. And do you support the strikers? Um, no, I don't. Not Tell Mr Lynch why. We, we are in such a critical uh, state in this country. We've got, um, I think there was said, three million visits to, to food banks in the past year. Um, this government is on its knees. We've had 13 years of pigs in the trough, as far as I'm concerned. Um, this government are done. So I don't see what's the point in trying to do anything with this government when they are a lame duck government. Well, they're, they're trying to nail us. They're trying to nail us to the floor. All the things that you've mentioned are things that we campaign on as RMT and I campaign on. We don't want food banks in this country. We want people to be earning a living. Now we've got... Uh, working poverty is a massive phenomenon in this country. And that's because wages have been continually driven down, not just in this last three or four years of, of economic woe with the pandemic, but over a period since 2008 when the Osborne Cameron government gave in, austerity is driving people into the mire, into destitution in some places, even while they're at work. That's what we're campaigning against. We don't want our members to go down that slope. Many people are now contracted out outsourced, no conditions, no pensions, no sick pay, wages that are barely uh, meeting the statutory provisions. That's We want fair wages and we want a square deal for everyone. And we're not going to get that by just surrendering to, to what public opinion or what the Daily Mail thinks or what the Telegraph thinks. They want lower wages. While that's been happening, profits are up. The super rich have never been richer and they've never been as as broad a category. People are making vast amounts of money out of this economy while the majority are suffering. That's what we're campaigning against. Now, this really gets to the heart of what the Tories try and do, divide and rule, which is to try and turn struggling people against each other. So this idea of why, why are you fighting, you know, why, while you're going on strike for better wages and all the rest of it, there are people at food banks in this country. Now, what the Tories have tried to do in their 13 years of attacking public services, attacking the welfare state, attacking people's conditions, is to make people feel like they're in a fight for scarce resources and to turn people who are struggling against each other. So to turn private sector against public sector workers, to turn non-unionised 
uh, workers against unionised workers, to turn the unemployed against those in work, to turn those born here against migrants. It's a very dramatic thunder in the background here, which I think is adding to the atmosphere of the horror of conservative rule. At the heart of what they try to do is to tell people, um, you've been mugged, so instead of being angry at being mugged, you should be angry at your neighbour who hasn't been mugged quite as much as you have. And it's this idea of a kind of race to the bottom, that there are people who are worse off and therefore you, shouldn't, you, should, you should be happy with your lot and accept being kicked in the teeth because it could be worse. Now, what the RMT and unions try to do is to try and drag people up. So people sometimes go, well, X, Y or Z unionised worker is paid this amount of money. Um, why are they going on strike without connecting the two? Because it's the facts that workers who do take industrial action are more likely to be able to drag up their wages. In fact, the research suggests that non-unionised workers themselves benefit from unionised workers taking action because what happens is bosses, for fear of those unionised workers, lift other wages um, as well. So you get a union premium that doesn't just apply to unionised workers. But the point is, is rather than say, well, actually, X is w worse off than you, you should say, well, actually, we're going to fight to improve everyone's wages, terms and conditions, instead of accepting this race to the bottom. It's interesting because the Tories often go about the politics of envy, don't they? Oh, you envy rich people, blah, blah, blah. When actually the argument is rich people gain their wealth through the collective effort in large part of other people, and therefore that wealth should be more evenly distributed. It's not envy or jealousy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Um... In this case, workers who are better off often are that in that condition because they fought back, they organised, and the principle is to apply that elsewhere. That's the basis of trade unionism. Now, it's interesting too because you always get this attack to this attack on trade unions, the biggest democratic movement in the country, representing over six million workers, um, who have elected leaders. Very important point to make this because you often hear union fat cats. Union bosses, bosses aren't elected, union leaders are. Let's just hear actually Mick Lynch take this on because I think it's a very important point. This person is called Rachel. Will you ask Mick Lynch, I've been losing money during these 12 months of strike. How much has he lost, Mick Lynch? Well, yeah, I, and I thank all our members for, for their commitment to the, to the cause. I uh, donate my salary uh, when, when there's a strike on in this national dispute and I haven't had a pay rise since I've been 
General Secretary, I've foregone any pay rise. How long have you been General Secretary, Mr uh, I'm going into my third year now, and I haven't had a pay rise since I took the job. In fact, I cut the the General Secretary's salary so, so, so by 20%. Do you, okay. Do you lose money then, as Rachel asks? She yeah. says she does. You, you I do. give up. I and the other national officers give up our salary on strike days. Okay. And so you see, that's the point. You see, unions are democratically run. Mick Lynch is accountable to his members. They can kick him out if they don't they're not happy with his performance or they think he pays himself too much of course he slashed his wages and what he's showing there is rather than being a kind of out and touch out of touch union bureaucrat he's trying to connect his own conditions with those of the workers that he represents and champions including by forfeiting a day's pay when they take strike action now another key point which he also made is about the role of the government when did you last meet with mark harper the transport secretary I think it, somebody asked me the other day. I think it was January, so it's a good five or six months uh, when they thought they would uh, get us to put that stuff to a referendum. We, it's been radio silence since. More important than that, the employers tell me that the government's not talking to them either. In the employers' contracts in these talks, it says explicitly the Secretary of State is responsible for industrial relations. He tells them what they can say. He sets their mandate, and he tells them what they have to do during the dispute in terms of what services they run and all that. They haven't spoken to them, to each other for four or five weeks. This is a really important point because what the Tories are trying to do is make an example of workers like the RMT who go on strike and fight back because they know that if the RMT succeed in improving terms and conditions and wages, that will then encourage other workers to do the same. And they don't want that to happen. The, the people who bankroll the Conservatives don't want that to happen either so the whole point is is pouring uh, les autres as the french expression goes you make an example um, as best you can of a high profile dispute so what that means in practice is rail chaos for millions of people because rather than you know with with the government paying huge amounts of money in in order to subsidize rail companies through disputes rather than just paying a you know making sure that there's a good settlement which can end it on good terms and enable the service to work properly. And that's what this is about. It's in large part the Conservatives being class warriors. They want to smash the organised working class in order to make an example. And, you know, we've suffered the consequences of that. The reason, in large part, we one of the big reasons we've suffered such a, a steep decline in wages and the cost of living crisis in practical terms began years before the financial crash. Um, four years before the financial crash, the wages of the bottom half had stagnated, had begun to stagnate, and of the bottom third had uh, begun to decline. And if you don't, and that was under a Labour government, shamefully, if you don't have strong unions which can represent and fight for workers and boss, make bosses think, well, I better pay them better wages, otherwise I'm going to suffer industrial action, then you, the bosses think, well, I've got no incentive to improve their terms and conditions and their wages. And then you get a race to the bottom. And so this is why this dispute is so important, because if it encourages other workers to fight back, then we can improve other people's wages, terms and conditions. That means less personal debt, which is bad for the economy. It means less money spent on in-work benefits. What Mick Lynch is doing here is showing leadership. He's showing, actually, this is not just in the interest of those transport workers, like those on the railways, but it's in the interest of all workers. And that's why I think we're lucky to have Mick Lynch, great communicator, but it's up to all of us to make the case. So let's do it. Please like, subscribe, and do support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit. 
This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.